When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it today apparently she's still in maine because she's got the background off our favorite Hi, is sarah fraser hello hello gorgeous we, this is not a joke this is not a joke we have to what? we got three major topics today and i don't even know how we're gonna get through all this now I mean, okay okay i i i mean this is like this is such huge news you know i mean uh, we, I think the last that we had talked, do you want to start with Jen Shaw? Where do you want to start? We can start with Jen Shaw. I mean, listen, again, everyone, these things come out a week afterwards. So like a week or two ago, you know, Jen Shaw has pled guilty. I don't know I if mean, we ever really talked about this. David, this, when this dropped, it was such huge trending news. I mean, huge, you know, Jen Shaw is now going to go to prison and she's going to prison for quite a while. Um, right. I mean, anything's possible, but listen, no, she's like, she has foregone. She cut a deal. She admitted guilt. Shaw is not going to go to trial, which was set to begin July 18th. She pleaded guilty to one charge of conspiracy to commit wire fraud in connection with telemarketing. In turn, count two conspiracy to commit money laundering was dropped. Jen Shaw was a key participant in a nationwide scheme that targeted elderly vulnerable victims, according to the attorney general there in a press release. Um, Shaw originally faced up to 30 years in prison, but um, her plea deal contained a sentence guideline, according to Courthouse News. Um, she is now looking at 11 to 14 years in jail. Anywhere wow. from 135 to 168 months or 11 to 14 years, years. I mean, she's going away for a very, she's probably going away for eight years, you know, cause she's going to get, she'll be at a low security prison. I mean, this is considered white collar crime, right? It'll be another Teresa Martha Stewart. But I mean, this is the longest, she's wow. going to do the longest in the franchise history. 
Shaw isn't the first reality. I mean, she and Todd Chrisley could be going to jail for the same amount of time. You know, Todd Chrisley rolled the dice and went to trial, was found guilty. Todd Chrisley is insane. Like, listen, what is the point of me saying I told you so? That's so stupid. It's so obnoxious. It's so arrogant. But as a lawyer, it's, listen, I've said this before, when the federal government is involved, it's years, it's years. This is really, it's really not because of the show. I mean, they were already on this case. It's like, it's years and years and years. If the federal government thinks they have a case after three years, they still don't knock on your door. They keep going for five, like when they knock, when they knock, it's over. It's over. So everything else is just pomp and circumstance. And this is why every single person out of all the people associated with Jen Shaw changed their plea. And and, and so I, I, I have a million questions for you. Are you shocked? I mean, she, this is, I'm, I'm really, really shocked. I mean, you know, she went on that reunion for Salt Lake this past season. And I mean, she, stood her ground. I am innocent. I am innocent. I mean, those women rallied for her. Now, whether they knew behind the scenes more was happening, but they wanted to stay loyal to their friend. She was pretty adamant. Now, of course, I mean, we did see, right. I mean, I don't know know if it was the assistant or other people very close to the case had pled guilty, not really a great sign. And my guess is you're an attorney, you know, better. My guess is those people around her were flipping left and right to get lower sent like they were you know if they went to trial the evidence was going to be overwhelming and the witnesses that were going to turn on her were going to be huge is kind of what I is probably where we're at don't you think I think so and I think if she went to trial I mean she was facing what like 30 years or was it 60 whatever it was I think look you don't agree to uh, first of all I I don't think you're ever going to win a trial really like against the fact. So it's like, Don't think so, Oh, I think you will always go to, I mean, again, I think if you're innocent, if you're really innocent. So look, I mean, I, I'm not shocked. It's like, I guess when you profess your innocence so much, you start to think like, maybe this person is truly, truly innocent, maybe. And then, yeah, if you really are innocent, you fight it, right? Because it's like, but no, I didn't do if it. You're guilty. You go to trial. I mean, all you you know this. All you need is one juror. You have eleven jurors. You know, whatever, two swing jurors or whatever, or thirteen jurors, one swing. All you need is one person to cast out. One person to go. I don't know. That's all it takes, and you are off scot free now. Well, look at the Chrisleys. That didn't happen. A lot of money. There's a, and it costs a lot of money. Um, but I, I, I was shocked. I thought she would roll the dice and go to trial, but maybe. I don't know. But if you go to trial and you're found guilty, now it's, now we have a sentence. Now we have a sentence. And so is it 11? Cause now I'm pissed off. You just wasted my time as the judge. You just wasted the court's resources. I don't think you're getting no. So I think that's why she agreed. This 11 years probably would have been like 30 if she went to trial and was found guilty. You see what I'm saying? Why else would you plead? Why else would you plead guilty now? It's like you were really going to be found guilty, truly. And that was 
you're not getting the minimum sentence. I think this was like plead guilty now, save all of our time, and we'll give you the minimum sentence, which is 11 years, which doesn't make you happy, but you were going to get, I think when you're guilty, you're guilty. They would have given her like 30 years. I can't believe it because you know what the thing is like with with Teresa and Joe, right? I mean, Joe did what, two years, Teresa did 10 months or 11 months or something, a year, basically. Like, yeah, yeah. 18 months. It's a short enough amount of time. They're still on our radar, but you know, it's like, is Bravo going to be doing check-ins with her? For the next 10 years. I mean, the franchises might not even exist in 10 years. Like, I mean, and can you even like, I don't think you can film a a show. I don't think they could show up at the prison house. Well, I mean, on 2020, they've had things where you go in like, I don't know, maybe, but the show ain't waiting for her. I mean, like it did for Trey, that's for sure. And, and PS, I love that you and I have talked now for the next, for the first 10 minutes and not once mentioned the victim. Well, we did once briefly in the, in the um, summary. (laughs) It's like, uh, sorry. Um, hello, Sarah, you know, the victims are the ones, I mean, you know, she, she scammed, she and that assistant scammed elderly individuals out of their social security checks. It's really, information. I mean, it's it very, very sad. And, you know, a lot of times in these cases, it takes years and years for these family members to get their money back. Um, and that's, you know, a lot of, some of these individuals could be dead at that point, or they may have lost their homes. I mean, I, you know, I get very into these shows and I get overly excited because it's like, how do you put yourself on television if you know you're doing this? You know, Todd, Chris, Chrisley's, how? You know, Teresa, Joe. Do you know how? I, I'll tell you how. There's narcissism. And yeah, narcissism, being addicted to fame and arrogance, absolute arrogance. Like, so to me, it's like when Jen is sitting there pleading and saying you're innocent to Andy's face. It's, I don't know what's worse. Is it, do you truly believe that you are innocent in your narcissistic brain? Do you believe that you are innocent? Cause you know what you did. We really don't know what you did every minute of the day, but you know, right? So are you that arrogant to think that you're just above the law? Or do you really believe you're innocent? And I don't know which is better. Like, I really think Jen Shaw thought, well, I'm Jen Shaw and I'm on the housewives. And, you know, I know what I did, but this is going to work out for me because I have money and I hired a lawyer. It's all going to work out. Like, of course, Stuart and those other losers, you know, that are not on TV are going to go to jail. They're fucking losers. But I'm Jen Shaw. I'm fabulous. I have Gucci. I'm not going to jail. I think it's arrogance. I think it's like, you know what you did and you're just so arrogant to think that your resources and charm and, and cuteness will get you out of it, right? Because it's we're here only a few months later. And I mean, and now do you know that Coach Shaw, they, so did you see that? Like, because they also have to pay the money back. I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all in one shape. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. 
They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. You know, everyone always asks me, like, how I deal with the internet trolls, like all the listeners who have something to say about the housewives and leave negative comments all day on Instagram. Listen, I have to tell you, I'm really serious when I say that the comments don't bother me at all. And the only reason why is because I've worked on my mental health. I mean, mental and physical health, there's really nothing more important. Because when you work on yourself and you have that clear mind Nothing can bother you. You're comfortable. You're happy inside. And the long-term effects of therapy and working on your mental health really can help strengthen your relationships and give you a more positive outlook on life. And for my mental health, I've turned to Talkspace because, listen, first of all, it's a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. But really, I love that I can reach out to my therapist and get my therapy and work on myself from anywhere in the world. You don't have to wait for an appointment or go into an office. And their licensed therapists are trained to handle just a variety of specialties. As a listener of this podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com. Make sure to use code VELVET to get $100 off your first month. That's VELVET and Talkspace.com. Oh my God, I have to tell you guys, The Envelope is back with more podcast episodes from the LA Times. And listen... I'm so excited. Now you can hear Emmy-nominated actors and directors ahead of the big night. And you guys know I love the Grammys. I love, listen, I love it all. I love the Oscars. I love every award show, which is one of the reasons why I love listening to The Envelope. But nothing is better for me than the Emmys. TV is everything. September 12th is the big night for the Emmys. And now you can head to The Envelope and you can listen to these actors and directors ahead of the big night. So listen, some of their upcoming guests include Bill Hader, Melanie Linsky, and Coleman Domingo from Euphoria. These guys at The Envelope that are doing these interviews, they're from the LA Times. So, you know, if you think I know what I'm doing, these guys are professionals. You can download and listen to The Envelope from the LA Times wherever you get your podcasts. Catch up now because, hey, September 12th and the Emmys are just only a few weeks away. That's right. The Envelope is back with more podcast episodes from the LA Times. Yes. How much money back do they have to? And I'm actually on Jen's Instagram. I wanted to see the messages, the comments on. And what are they? You know, it's from everything. Hashtag free Jen Shaw. Hashtag guilty. Jen, advice from the peanut gallery. Do not wear designer goods to court during your trial. That's what I said. Um, somebody else, I knew you were guilty all along. You, yet you continued to flaunt stolen wealth. You did the right thing by admitting guilt though. LOL. You're going to prison for a long ass time. Can't wait till she goes to prison. Can't wait. Can't think of a better place for her. Um, I mean, good, so anyway. good for her for like, I guess, not editing the comments and just letting it all hang out, right? Wow. I mean, it's just a very, very long time. And you know, in public realms, they often make an example of um, celebrities because they have you know, brand and name awareness, and they want to get the word out to other people. Um, 
you know, in this case, you're probably better off if you're a nobody doing this. You probably get less of a sentence, but they're going to make an example of a celebrity, a D-list celebrity, you know? She's, I mean, it's like, it's, it's 11 years. So what is she like? She's in her forties. I think, I don't think she's in her fifties. Like I think maybe 45, 47. So 57. Okay. Like you're going to have a life when you get out, you're not, it's not the end of your life. And, but you know, like, is this going to change you? You know, you'll get out early for good behavior, but you got to humble yourself. There's something about Jen Shaw and I'm not coming for her. And I don't, there's just something less humble to me about her than Teresa than Erica. You know, I mean, Erica is a different story. It's Tom. And, you know, did you know, did you not? It's, it's just, I don't know. It's, there's just something about her. I'm not coming for her. There's just something about her that just, you got to learn. You got to learn. That's the point of jail. Well, the I, punishment. Think a lot of people, I think a lot of people agree with you. A lot, a lot of people agree with you. It's um, like you go to jail to be punished, but also like we're supposed to rehabilitate these people and release you back into society as a better human being ready to now better your life and start over. I mean, right. Like you, you deserve to start over when it's over. That's the point of the sentence, but you know, is Jen going to be there learning what she did wrong and, and really reading and understanding and being a member of the community? I mean, I also think she's going to be one badass prison bitch. I mean, that's a whole nother story. But, you know, I think, you know, she's probably going to have a bunch of people working for her in there. Like, come on, girl. There I are mean... victims, right? Like, there are victims. So, like, let's take yourself out of it. Like, do you realize what you did is wrong? Like, I mean, who's really feeling sorry for her, right? Like, it's like, yeah, you have to pay the $9 million that you stole from the elderly back and you have to be punished. This is the way our society works. And I mean, like I, I predicted this before we had this, you know, before she pled guilty or whatever, but I, I mean, I think the next thing is she gets divorced. I mean, I don't think, I could be completely wrong. Maybe they're super united behind the scenes, but they just, you know, coach never seen, I, I, I mean, I think they even said it on the show at one point, they were nearly getting divorced. I mean, I think he stayed with her because it's a good front. Um, I don't know. And maybe financially, it makes more sense for them to divorce or for them to stay together. But um, it's a yeah. long time. I mean, and Todd Chrisley, it's going to be a very, it's it's really, you know, yeah, it's, it's sad. And it's sad, like, we don't hear a lot or see a lot from the victims of this. And just, I, I mean, I was going to make a horrible joke. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, God, I'm, <laughs> Sarah's like, I love when you're evil. Um, I mean, you know, so Jen, Todd's probably going to get a nice little hot prison boyfriend. <laughs> this might be good. This might Todd's I mean, gonna be loving it. Todd's going to be loving it. Todd, this is like Todd's dream. This might be like, I, listen, I think, I mean, you got to really be in love with someone. So like, I mean, 11 years, no, no sex. I mean, I can't go like 11 days, sweetheart, but like that, <laughs> that's a whole nother story. Let's not get into that on this behind the velvet Row podcast here today at nine 38 in the morning. Well, um, I mean, Todd's wife is going to jail. Isn't she? I mean, I don't think Todd's the only one. I don't think Todd's the only one. It's I just so both. Julie, I think Julie is going to jail too. 
This is like, it's just, I don't know. What are, what are people doing? What are people doing with their lives? I mean, I'm like an entrepreneur. I like to live on the edge. I'm aggressive. I like to take risks in life. Not when it's illegal. That's when I'm like, I'm fucking scared. I'm not doing anything. You know, like I really believe you just, whatever you're doing, people, everybody's watching and it's just the truth always comes out. So just keep your head above the law. It's shocking. We're going to watch this. It's, we're going to see what happens. And that's, guess what? Season four of Real Housewives of uh, Salt Lake City. We're going to have a cast change, guys. We're going to have a cast change. So she wanted to be famous. Here she is. She's going to leave the show. There it is. Um, We have a lot to get to. We have a lot to get to. Now, apparently the other day, the other week, everyone told me Jeff Lewis was mentioning me on his show. I listened. Yes, I listened too. Over my, who, who would have thought an interview with Dr. Jen would cause so much controversy? Jeff had on Shannon Bedore and they, I, you know, I thought it was pretty nice about what they said about yeah. podcast. Jeff even asked her, Jeff said, have you ever been on um, Behind the Velvet Rope? She said, no. Um, and Jeff said, oh, you know, I think a lot of people listen to him. And Shannon was like, do they? I don't know. I mean, I thought it was, I thought it was very nice. And, um, you know, obviously all these comments then stem from what Dr. Jen said about Noella on your podcast. Being like, you know, and also Jen got a lot of headlines for like, Dr. Jen was fired, blah, blah. I'm like, was that, I mean, really, was that, is it, is what? I mean, yeah, I asked her, listen, you can't, that for a while. you can't come on behind the, I've said this before, you don't, please don't come on my podcast if you're not ready to just talk. Go on, go on the fluff down the street. I don't need to mention any competitors' names, but there's fluff down the street, okay? No offense to anyone. So, I mean, she, Dr. Jen released this statement and it's just like, all right, you released the statement, but come on, like you were let go. Let's just be honest, and that got headlines. But yes, I guess she also said, like, that's what Jeff was talking about. But thanks for the shout out, Jeff Lewis and Shane. Um, but that she, Noelle, I mean, is anyone shocked that Noella acted? And when the scene ended, she said, oh, did we do well? And I'm okay with Noella being gone. You are? Okay. Well, I guess. I am. And I'm not shocked. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, they said that basically she acted. I mean, a lot of people have said that, that she just completely acted her scenes, played them up, wasn't real. I mean, I'm kind of with you. Like I told you, I tuned into the first couple of episodes and I really wasn't all that. I just couldn't get into it. Um, I couldn't get into Dr. Jen. I couldn't get into, um, you know, I thought Noella had potential, like the storyline, the money, you know, she's obviously getting divorced now. Um, but it just never, I don't know, for me, it never meshed. So just when I was saying to myself, what am I going to watch during August? Because really, there's nothing starting until September. Oh, my God, you guys, we have an exciting announcement. Friday, August 12th on VH1, RuPaul's Secret Celebrity Drag Race is back. And this time around, nine stars are going to face off for the first time ever as show-stopping drag queens. But there's a twist. They're keeping their identities a secret from everyone. It's kind of like the mass Singer meets Drag Race. This is like the most brilliant idea ever. That's right. They're leaving their famous personas behind to transform into completely unrecognizable drag queens. Can you even imagine 
Think of like your favorite celebrity. Now imagine that celebrity in drag. They might be on this season, but to take on this challenge, of course, they're going to need a little help from all of our favorite drag legends. Jujubee, Brooklyn Heights, Monet Exchange. They're going to be helping out to get all of our secret celebs in tip-top shape to compete in the ultimate lip sync showdown. And then each week, these mystery queens will perform with everything they've got to impress all our favorite judges, Carson Cressley, who was on this very podcast here, Michelle Visage, Ross Matthews, and of course, the one, the only RuPaul. And then each week, the eliminated queen must show their face to the world in a celebrity reveal, which, oh my God, it's going to be so shocking. And in the end, one secret celeb will be crowned the winner. Who will be America's next celebrity drag race superstar? Well, you're going to have to wait and see, but not too long. Don't miss the premiere of RuPaul's Secret Celebrity Drag Race Friday, August 12th at 8 p.m. on VH1. I can't freaking wait. And hey, you know we're going to be talking about it on this podcast here. And I mean, I love Emily and Gina, but I I wasn't like, I wasn't blown away either. I'm like, I just feel like we've been there, done that. Like you could keep one of them maybe, but like even with the drama with Shane, there really wasn't, you know, he did finally pass the bar. I guess he's going to be an attorney. I mean, it just, it was kind of like, there's nothing else there. For Listen, Sarah, we had one, two seasons ago, we had an off season on Orange County because, you yeah. know, it was COVID and I love Elizabeth Vargas. She came on my show. We bonded last season. We brought back Heather Dubrow, which I, I mean, everyone disagree because people don't like her. I love Heather. It was great. Still an off season, but guess what, Sarah? Next season, next season of The Real Housewives of Orange County is not going to be an off season because we have the return of the one, the only Miss Tamara Judge. <laughs> I love when you do that intro. Um, okay, give me the scoop. Do you, I, I cannot even believe this because like literally a month ago, we were talking about the sound clip where Andy Cohen said, I can't imagine her coming back now that she does this two T's in a pod tell all podcast. Here she is back. Now, what's your hot take? Because I have a hot take on this, but what's yours? My hot take is I, after, here's my hot take. There was all this talk last season that Tamara was coming back with Heather Blah, blah, blah. I, my opinion, my opinion is Heather Dubrow said the return of Heather Dubrow is about the return of Heather Dubrow. That opening scene where she walks, I'm back. Anyone home? You see her feet. It pans up the big house. I believe that Heather said, you know, Kelly, she's not a producer. She doesn't have final say, but I believe Heather get Kelly off. I'm not working with her and there'll be no Tamara judge. There'll be nobody. It's the return of Heather Dubrow. She came back. We did that. I then said, because unlike everyone else with their fucking egos, I'm able to admit when I'm wrong. I said, I don't, I don't think Tamara's going to come back because we brought Heather back. The ratings weren't great. Love Heather being back. And I'm like, I don't think the direction after they recast New York and there's two New Yorks and there's an old one and now there's a new one. I'm like, I don't think this, this, model of bringing back the OGs is is what they're going to do for the OC because we tried that with Heather and the ratings weren't great and I think they're just going to scrap a lot not start over because they just did that with New York but figure something out and then somewhere in there I was like maybe Tamara will be back I I, look I've always said not to say I was right because I wasn't but I've always said no Vicky's not coming back and yeah I, I could see Tamara coming back I could 
And then when they let this one, Jen and Noella go, then I was like, oh my God, it's happening. Then I was like, fuck it, it this is real. I've said before, like Tamara's also said, by the way, she's already come out and said, yes, I will keep doing two teas in a pod, but I, I might be taking some time off while I film. She's so or, that you- is already out there. So, so my hot take is I was right and wrong at the same time. My take is I'm not shocked. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm really not like this makes sense. If there's, she's Tamara is, I think that somewhere in there at the end, I personally lost how great a housewife Tamara really is. Yeah. And I think not having her there and watching her on girls trip Two. I told you before, Phaedra was my all-star of Girls Trip 2. And Dorinda was probably second. And Tamara popped for me. There's something about Tamara that popped. And I was like, wow, I think I underestimated how good Tamara is at this job. And it all makes sense. And we did say, we did say, despite Andy saying that, it takes one phone call of, bitch, you can't be revealing private, you know, behind the scenes shit while you're on the two T's with that melon ball. And all it takes is like, tiss, 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 you're slapped on the wrist, Tamara, or quit the podcast. And Tamara's like, yes. So my take is, I think it's a great idea. Listen, she has real life beef with Shannon. The Trace Amigas have broken up. She's fought with Heather a lot over my podcast, a lot over here, things Heather said. And she said, she's fighting with Heather. They were on a good place, but now they're fighting. And she has said, on my podcast, on every podcast and our own podcast, that Emily and Gina are the two most boring people that have ever existed in the world is basically what she said. So this woman is coming into a whole cast that she has issues with. And I, the rumor is she's also bringing a friend or two of hers, but go on. No, I mean, I think you have the best, I think you have the best overall take about it. Mine was, I just feel like, I think you hear from so many, Dr. Jen said it, like, they don't make any, it's interesting to me because we think of like someone like a Bravo and obviously they have production companies that shoot these shows, but you think of them being so organized and strategic at times. And then you kind of hear from the cast members, they sometimes don't even find out they're filming for like a week before, you know? So I just, I feel like when Andy, when they had that moment where he was like, I don't think she'll be back. I think he probably, I don't even think he knew. I think, I think it was so last minute. And like, to your point, they could not ditch Real Housewives of OC and just try to do a whole new thing. They did that. They're trying to do that with New York, right? This whole legacy cast and new cast. They can't do it again. So I think they can't because then it's like saying like all of our shows suck. Like we actually, there's no franchise and we just have to start everything over. There's no way they could have started it over. Right. I, so I, I think it was a very, I think it was a much more last minute decision than people even know, you know, but I think at the last second they were like, look, we, it's either, we got to either bring back Tamara. We got to bring back Vicky. We've got, you know, we're not going to Megan, you know, you and I've said this, why they haven't brought back Megan is interesting to me because she's, she seems open. Like she would come back and she just, you know, she was just married to the president's nephew for a hot second. Um, Which she doesn't, she wants to talk about and not talk about at the same time. More on that soon, perhaps on a podcast we all know and love, but go on. uh, So, you know, I'm curious, but I think they had to go back to and maybe, maybe they wanted to see who Dubrow, you know, Heather would work with and Tamara was the best option. And, yeah, and, 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 and they don't have like a hate. And I also think Heather 
got a lot of money to come back. I think Heather gets the assignment. I think Heather wants a good show. I do. I think Heather gets it of like, I think okay. Shannon gets it. I think Shannon gets it. Like, yeah. I think like Tamara's already said, like, yeah, I'm going to have to work out some shit with the, the Shannon. Like, I think that they, I mean, Shannon even said it on Jeff Lewis as Jeff gave me the shout out. Like, I think they want a good show. They don't want this to go downhill. I think they're not thrilled when it's like, Noella is not connecting. Dr. Jen is not connecting. How are we going to fix this? I think they want it. So I think Shannon's at a huge salary now too. I think they're probably like just good or bad growing pains. We have to deal with Tamara. This is what's good for the show, you know? Yeah. hundred percent. Are you okay? I you hear that? You, you hear that? Well, I mean, here, here I am. In, no, I have no car here in the Hamptons because I don't drive, but there is a car alarm outside my window here inside Harbor today. I just can't believe everyone could hear that. Um, what was I going to say? Um, there's the, okay. There's the latest. She's coming back. Um, you know, we'll see what, what, what's your prediction for two T's in a pod? Two T's. That's a good question. I mean, she has said, and listen, I also would like to know Tamara was probably in the nines when she left as far as her salary. I could see them being like, okay, girl, you made nine and you want to come back to the same thing, but like, you know, you make zero for like last year. So, or two years. So, you know, here's your 600. Like you can still take a huge pay cut, but $600,000. I I wonder if she got the same amount of money. I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. I think she might've taken a pay cut, but still is getting a good amount. Um, I mean, she's already said, yeah, I'm going to stick with the podcast, but I'm going to take, I might, she said, I might have to take a break now to me. I don't know. That's oh, start, think you think that that I seems think. like you're already hedging and like, there ain't going to be no break. You're just going to, are you going to leave the melon yeah. ball? Are you going to leave the melon ball stranded? The melon ball. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I was going to say, I see it be, being rebranded. You know, I think Teddy likes it. Uh, oh yeah. I no, I, I don't think Teddy's going nowhere. I don't think Teddy's going nowhere. At the same time, they all seem to have enough time to do these podcasts like Robin and um, Giselle. But, you know, I don't think Robin, Giselle I, I and, and Candy Gals the same way. I think they do like seasons, right? They do X amount of episodes. I think, you know, two T's in a pod was going year round. So that's where I think Teddy's going to have a, an issue. Yeah, listen, no offense to Melon Ball. But Teddy tried it on her own and she did. There was an, there was an initial two T's. I forgot what it was called. Teddy in a pod or whatever the fuck it was called. And it failed. I mean, this isn't me being nasty or it failed. Okay. Like I really have nothing against Teddy. I just like calling her the melon ball and I have no issues. Like I have no time for Teddy. I could care less. I don't like or hate her. She's neither here nor there, but she can't do it on her own. So could she get another ex-housewife? Yeah, that would probably take one one minute. We can go down the list. You know, um, we should talk about who maybe could be a good replacement. Oh, I mean, there'd be so many good ones. I mean, look, you know. Do I think want- Tamara could do it in film? Sure. That's just, How long does that take to do an hour a week? But, you know, if that girl is sitting there revealing secrets, it's going to be a real strange conflict of interest. Yeah. Who, who could, so like, what are ex housewives? And I personally like it mm. not, I like, you know, who, I mean, yeah, someone has to have chemistry with her. Yeah. Too. she. They need to have chemistry and somebody that's really unfiltered and you know, you know, who would be great. Who? 
Although I don't know if she's going to have chemistry with Teddy. I mean, I just said, I mean, I would say like a, a, a Phaedra. Phaedra Ooh, Parks. That really good. That would be a great combo. Yeah. That'd be a great combo. Right. Cause Phaedra, but is Phaedra tuned in enough because Tamara and Teddy do know what's going on in the housewives world. Is Teddy aware of what's, I mean, not as Phaedra, Phaedra aware, like does Phaedra really know who Emily Simpson is? And like, is she tuned into like, you know, Crystal Kong? Like, is she, does she get it? Good question. And then maybe like a Portia Williams. Um, anyone from New York? Um, uh, I mean, right now I'm trying to think, rack my brain, like who would be good from New York? I mean, you know, like, cause the thing, yeah, I mean, like, not, not Jill Zarin. I'm sorry, Jill. Not Jill's not, not going to do it. Bethany's not, Bethany has no. her own Carol's not going to do it. Tinsley I mean, is not going to do it. Tinsley. Maybe Dorinda. Maybe Dorinda. But Dorinda has her own serious thing now going on. Yeah. I mean, Teddy's, Teddy's. I don't know. Uh, yeah. It's, you know, it's, like me, uh, like Leah Black from Miami. She has her own show. There's really nobody from Miami that's already gone. Anyone else from Atlanta? Claudia Jordan has her own morning show. Eva Marcel has her own. People have their own shows already. You know, yeah. like Claudia has her like Fox, Fox Soul 5. And then Eva has the Ricky Smiley show. Eva would be great. Phaedra, great. Phaedra is available and would be good if she was tuned in enough. Portia. Um, I don't, anyone else from Beverly Hills? I mean, Denise Richards is not going to do it. Denise doesn't no. know what the hell's going on with housewives anyway. She doesn't keep up. Um, see, we're hey, not, Teddy, we're not. Hmm. How yeah, about this? When, how about this? Oh, I have a solution. Who? Although OC is starting right away. Hmm. The timing is going to be off by a few months, but when Dorit is let go from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills at the end of this season. That would be a good combo. There you go. Wouldn't that be great? Yes, 100%. They'd be great. Because Dorit, I think, has a lot to say. I, I love Dorito. Yeah, I, I love I love Dorito. I love Dorito. She could still rock fashion. I, I say yes. And Dorit would be like, now, Teddy. I cannot believe it. Why is Vicky so upset? And why is Tamara doing that? Like Dorit would be good. But here's the thing. OC starts filming like today. It's already started. And um, we have some more time with Beverly Hills. So Dorito may not find out that she's being exited from the show. Which is my prediction. Um, so that's, but Dorito would be perfect, right? Well, and I mean, I'll be curious about your prediction because you did see the new cast for Real Housewives of New Jersey, right? And you've seen all the things of them filming and Jackie is back. She's about a friend of trying to get to be a housewife. I don't think Jackie's going to be a housewife. I think these three new girls, there's so much going on that I have a feeling one or two, I one, I think maybe two of them will be housewives. And I think Jackie might still be a friend. That's just my prediction. Okay, but they haven't announced that, right? That's just like... No, and Jackie has said, like, look, I'm filming. I'm going to do the same thing no matter what. Oh, speaking of... So, I mean, Tamara being back, we're excited, Sarah, yes? I mean, I'm excited. 
Oh yeah, 100%. I love Tamara. I have to say with you, I think Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip was awesome. I feel like, like for me, it showed everybody in a different light. Like I told you, I loved Ava. For some reason, I did. I was indifferent on Ava before because I think Atlanta is such a strong cast with so many characters. But I thought Ava really shined. Uh, I thought Tamara really shined. You know, Vicky was interesting. I, I, I feel like I liked the moment, even though I disagree with Vicky, of them talking about masks and having that discussion. Um, I, for me, and I told you this, but you feel opposite. Dorinda was actually the least interesting to me on that. I don't know. She just, it was like too possessive about the house. and the, But it's maybe being a host was difficult. Um, and also, of course, our, I, I can't even remember the one from Beverly Hills, um, from Real Housewives. Taylor. Brandy. I like Taylor, but Taylor was forgettable for me. Brandy was awesome. You know, so they really shined, I thought, a lot of them on that series. Jill was great. So, um, oh, you know, speaking I'm, I'm of which, speaking of which, I mean, this whole like Jill letting the cat out of the bag. Yes. I mean, Tamara basically says that she told production, I want to be the one to call Vicky because Vicky is the, you know, Vicky and I are very close. Vicky is not being asked back. I want Vicky to hear it from me. She calls Vicky, tells Vicky she's coming back to RHOC. And Vicky tells Jill Zarin, who then, you know, goes on and congratulates her or whatever. And then, of course, that a whole shit storm where Tamara says she bitched them both out. Well, let's just put some perspective on this for a minute. Now, I'm here in the Hamptons for the summer, of course. I was invited to this party. Now, I chose not to go. Well, I didn't choose not to go. I actually had somewhere else to be. But Jill Zarin has an annual party in the Hamptons, which is to raise money for um, whatever Bobby died of. I know he died of cancer, but I don't know exactly the type of cancer. What kind? Okay. So Jill Zarin has this thing. It's for charity. I was... You know, I, you know how I say I don't always like to hang out with housewives when I'm not working because I have other things to do. There was this event. Now, let's talk about who. So I, I could have gone to this event, but I didn't. I'm sorry, everyone. I, I can't tell you firsthand stuff. I skipped it. But Miss Victoria Gumbelson was in the Hamptons. She was there. Bronwyn Wyndham Burke was in the Hamptons. She was there. Barbara Kay, if anyone cares, was there. The one, the only, Leanne Lockin was in the Hamptons. She was there. Um, Brooks, Carolyn Brooks from Dubai was there. So this was Housewives and Julia Hart from My, um, my Unorthodox okay. Life. So Jill, when Vicky told Jill, they were together in the Hamptons. Like this was the day of Jill's party. So when Jill was getting ready, going to the party, I mean, look, innocent mistake or last minute promo to sell tickets for the party. That's where my mind goes. Because in the thing, Jill's, you know, look, knowing Jill, having observed Jill, I do think Jill is like Vicky in a lot of ways that she is authentically just herself. This is when I realized when I apologized to her, which no one told me to do, I realized Jill is just herself. So I like that, right? Like she's, she might annoy you, but she's not, she's just Jill. That's really who she is. So part of me is like, she really didn't know what she was doing. And then part of me is like, she does mention this party. She does mention this party in this announcement. Right. It's like, girl, are you, you know, you're a walking QVC as we saw on Girls Trip. Like, was this a last minute attempt to buy a ticket, to sell tickets 
to your own party? I'm not sure. Sure feels like it. Yeah. It yeah. sure feels like it. And then, you know, right. She says, Vicky, because Vicky hasn't officially said I'm upset. Although, so I mean, she, Jill's revealing what Vicky's upset about this, that Tamara's going back and she isn't. Then Tamara says, Jill Zarin, my response is go fuck yourself. That was literally her response. If you didn't see that. Oh, gosh. Even, I know. oh no, no. She literally, she said, I have something to say. I have a, she said, I have a major, major announcement, a major announcement. Jill Zarin, go fuck yourself. That's exactly what she said. Jill said, let me work this out. They'll work it out. And then the whole, like, she didn't announce it. She was great with Vicky on Watch What Happens. They have such good chemistry, those two together, Jill and they Vicky. Do. They really do. And so, like, then, you know, she didn't announce it. And she came back the next night. She was like, you know, I didn't want to do it while Vicky was there. Look, I mean... That's sweet, right? That's sweet. here's the thing: we have never seen Tamara Judge on Housewives without Vicky. Even when Vicky was a friend of, she was there. Tamara has it's girls. Tamara without Vicky is going to be interesting, and they could not have brought them both back. There's no way. I think it'll it, be very good without. I think Tamara will do really well on her own. Yes. I think hold her own. It'll be really great. Tamara is it's again. I stand corrected. I've I've never said anything bad about Tamara. Um, I just think that I forgot what a great housewife she is. So I think it's great that she's being back. This is what happened with Jill. They'll work it out. She didn't do it in front of Vicky the way she came back the next day and took that orange. It's like, in a way, it has more fanfare than Heather Dubrow returning. I mean, in a way, this could be, I mean, Tamara gets it. I'm sure they're saying to her, listen, this is why we gave you the contract. You have to go in there and shake things up. You know what I mean? Like, I think they want her to come in guns a-blazing. And she will. She will. She will. She doesn't care about Heather. She's not going to be Noel. Like, it's a, she's going to stand up to Heather when she has to. She'll stand up to Shannon. And here's the thing about Tamara, too. Although I've had a lot of people on this podcast that disagree and say that she'll do anything to me. I find Tamara authentic also I find her she's very reactionary so when she's mad she'll scream and like so I think we're gonna get this up and down up and down up and down of Tamara right and I think I think this 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 could fix the OC maybe it's like if this doesn't do it this uh, to me this is it this is it guys there's nobody listen I agree when you ask like am I shocked there's not one person they could have brought back from the past other than her now that Heather's back. Yeah, yeah, Megan's great, but not like this. So it's like, I think this is the end. I would like to know, we, we have a headline about Alexis. Is Alexis not coming back now? Mm. I, I heard, know. because look, we have five people. They're not doing a show with five people. They're, they're still staying up at night about Real Housewives of New York. Who else is in? Okay. I've heard that they're bringing like maybe one or something friends of Tamara's. Like, look, if nobody likes Tamara, we have four people that are, oh, oh, yeah. oh geez. I, I've heard they're, they're casting it around Tamara. That's what I've heard. And like the two extra people are going to be her friends. That's what mm. I've heard. Juicy. And we all know how that works when you come on with real friends. Sometimes it works great. And sometimes, and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes, you know, these, these are no longer your friends. And whoever these thirsty bitches are that are Tamara's friends, they'll, they'll throw her in front of the moving orange bus just to get their own five minutes. So absolutely. Um, all right, David Yontif. Where Amazing. can everyone find you? They can find me, you know, I mean, out of everything guys, yeah, Instagram, YouTube, just follow me on TikTok. I need the numbers. Okay. It's cute there. I love TikTok. I only do TikTok. I don't really follow people on Instagram anymore. Sorry. Wow. You're so young and hip. 
I'm done with Instagram. I'm on to the TikTok. Where can everyone find you? At the Sarah Frazier Show on TikTok and the Sarah Frazier Show for podcasts. Everywhere podcasts are played, I put out new episodes every single day. I love it. Keep in touch. Love you all. And until next time, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.